Cast all your anxiety on Him, because He cares for you. 1 Peter 5, verse 7. Welcome to Canaanbaum Podcast, a podcast designed to offer the Christian rest during life's journey, featuring content by those who support the teaching of the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod, the Wells. My name is Tom, glad to be serving as your host for this episode. This is episode number 156. We're happy to introduce a new segment that we'll be featuring on Canaanbaum Podcast, shared by Pastor Nathan Nass. This devotion is based off of John 17, 15-16. Hi, this is Pastor Nathan Nass with a short message from God's Word. Want to get away? That slogan from Southwest Airlines sounds very appropriate on just about any day of 2020, doesn't it? Want to get away? Yes! We want to get as far away from this world as we can. Can we take a plane to another planet? At least to a Caribbean island? We want to get away from the pandemic, from the bitterness, from the disasters, from the violence, from the unrest, from the hatred, from the election, from the... Want to get away? Absolutely. Jesus has other plans. If Jesus had wanted you to get away from this world right now, you would already be home in heaven. Clearly, it's not his will yet for us to get away. Why not? Listen to what Jesus prayed for his disciples. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. John chapter 17, verses 15 and 16. Jesus wants Christians to be in the world. He wants believers in Jesus to be mixed in with all the sin and chaos because he wants his word to be spread. He wants his lights, us, to shine. He wants believers to testify to his love and grace, even in the most difficult, darkest moments. So Jesus asked God the Father not to take believers out of the world. Instead, he asked God to protect his people from the devil and his temptations. And he asked God that believers would be in the world, but not of it. Right now is not the time for Christians to get away. It's time for Christians to share God's truth, to point to Jesus' hope, to testify to God's grace. Don't worry. When it's God's time, he'll do way better than Southwest Airlines. He'll whisk you right to heaven by faith in Jesus. You'll enjoy paradise with Jesus forever. Right now, however, may God protect us from the evil one as we are in the world, but not of it. Here's a song from one of the latest albums from Branch's band, off their CD, Carols. All mankind fell in Adam's fall One common sin in From one to all the curse descends And over all God's wrath in pants Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel Shall come to you, O Israel Then Christ the second Adam to bear our sin and woe and shame, to be our life, our light, our way, our only hope, our own.
as by one man on the hand confirmed and born in sin was doomed to hell so by one man who took our place we all were justified by grace we thank you Christ to life Up next, a devotion shared by Pastor Mark Falk and read by Philip Wells. 1 Peter 5, verses 6-7 through 7. A long-term view, your God cares for you. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. After a freak accident, a Michigan business owner instituted mandatory drug testing. He lost most of his workforce. Two things happened. One, he got more work done with fewer workers. And two, workers who had resisted a 401k plan were now eager to invest in their future. Interesting. Drug addicts are focused on today's high and this week's weekend's party. Responsible employees have family and future in mind. In a similar but far more long-term way, Christians are always living in the present but are focused on the future. Humbling yourself under God when he allows trouble to invade your happy life is a painful thing for the addict in you and me called the old man or old Adam or sinful nature. He is only focused on the sinful pleasures of today. He wants to avoid the pain of taking a moral stand. He wants the pleasure that sinful temptations promise. He is angry when he is told that the, his way of life will end in eternal pains of hell. He lives in you. He lives in me. But he is part of the old. In contrast, our new nature, the man or woman who lives by faith in the Savior who died with our future in view, strives against the old and desires to obey God, even when that means pain in this life. Faith in Christ and hope for eternal life enable humility under the mighty hand of God, who loved us enough to send His only Son. And then there is this promise, that He may lift you up in due time. In due time, that phrase calls for faith and patience and endurance, but it is also a word of hope. It precedes the next verse, which is a memory verse for many a confirmand and a comfort for countless burdened saints. I like the King James Version of this a bit better, just for the symmetry of it. Cast all your care on him, for he careth for you. Dark and lonely nights in the nursing home see light in this verse. The dark pit of financial ruin is lit by this word. The failure of a love affair or the death of a spouse find hope in this promise of God's care. But in the end, the Christian hope is a long-term hope. The God who cares for us in this life has prepared a place for us that makes us humbling under his mighty hand and durable.
Players who trust that their coach will lead them to a championship. Children who believe that their parents' sometimes painful discipline is good for their future. The believer and believers who are confident in Christ that the end of it all will never end, for heaven never ends, can all endure humbly whatever discipline is necessary to reach that goal. Keep a long-term view, suffering saints, and trust that the Lord cares for you and has prepared an eternal place in his light and presence. Everything in this life must serve that goal. Change of plans. Everyone's plans changed this year. Whether you wanted it or not, the impact of COVID-19 virus has hit you. It matters not who's to blame for how much it affected you. Every calamity and every crisis is a reminder that our lives are like a mist. We might plan big, but our times are not really in our own hands. Is it wrong to plan and to have goals and spend money? God's word never indicates plans and spending are wrong. But if our plans and our spending are made without the Lord in mind, we need to take heed of his warning. James warns the early Christians busy with their planning, you do not know what tomorrow will bring. One day we might have big plans, the next they all fall apart. Our health falters, our finances crumble, our loved ones dies. Plans change. To think that we can control our future is pure arrogance and sin. To make plans without the Lord is foolishness and disastrously dangerous. Thank God that he never makes any plans without us in mind. He planned to win our salvation by facing the greatest crisis and loss in our place. He sent his son to die for us so that we might now live. Jesus, the Son of God, said, Today I will fulfill the Father's plan. And he went to the cross for us. He also added, On the third day I will rise again. That was God's plan. Jesus carried it out without fail. Jesus, our Lord, now lives to work out his good plans for us. Everything works for our good and the good of his church. That much we can count on. He has promised it. This great plan of God for us has altered our plans forever. Our lives are guided by a new perspective. We live under his care and according to his plans. We serve him each day as individuals and as a body of believers. We can thank him for every opportunity now before us, and continue to serve him to the end of our days. It was the Lord's will to serve us and to make good plans for us. If it is the Lord's will, we will serve him today and tomorrow. His will and his good plan be done. From James chapter 4. Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go into this city or that city, spend a year there, do business, and make a profit. You do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? Indeed, it is a mist that appears for a little while and then disappears. Instead, it is better for you to say, If it is the Lord's will, we will live, and we will do this or that. But right now, you are boasting in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So, for the one who knows the right thing to do and doesn't do it, this is a sin. Thanks to God for his word and his good plan. We'll close with another song from Branch's band, 
Branches Band's latest CD. This is called Mary's Song. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit sings in God my Savior. For he has looked been listening to Kanenbaum Podcast, episode 156. This episode was first shared in November of 2020. For more information and to support those artists who shared their music, visit kanenbaumpodcast.com. We encourage you to find a Wells ministry nearest you. Visit wells.net. Thanks for joining us, and remember his promised rest.